ഫലോം ഫഹും ഇന്നുഹിയൽമൗത്തുമാസ്ലോസലോ إذ أرسلنا إليهم اثنين فكذبوهما فعززنا بثالث فقالوا إنا إليكم مرسلون قالوا ما أنتم إلا بشر مثلنا وما أنزل الرحمن من شيء إن أنتم إلا تكذبون قالوا ربنا يعلم إنا إليكم لمرسلون وما علينا إلا البلاغ المبين قالوا إنا تطيرنا بكم لئن لم تنتهوا لنرجمنكم وليمسنكم منا عذاب أليم قالوا طائركم معكم أئن ذكرتم بل أنتم قوم مسرفون وجاء من أقصى المدينة رجل يسعى قال يا قوم اتبعوا المرسلين 
اتبعوا من لا يسألكم أجرا وهم مهتدون وما لي لا أعبد الذي فطرني وإليه ترجعون أأتخذ من دونه آلهة إن يردني الرحمن بضر لا تغني عني شفاعتهم شيئا ولا ينقذون إني إذا لفي ضلال مبين إني آمنت بربكم فاسمعون قيل دخل الجنة قال يا ليت قومي يعلمون بما غفر لي ربي وجعلني من المكرمين وما أنزلنا على قومه من بعده من جند من السماء وما كنا منزلين إن كانت إلا صيحة واحدة فإذا هم خامدون يا حسرة على العباد ما يأتيهم من رسول إلا كانوا به يستهزئون ألم يروا كم أهلكنا قبلهم من الكرون أنهم إليهم لا يرجعون وإن كل لما جميع لدينا محضرون وآية لهم الأرض الميتة أحييناها وأخرجنا منها حبا فمنه يأكلون وجعلنا فيها جنات من نخيل وأعناب وفجرنا فيها من العيون ليأكلوا من ثمره وما عملته أيديهم أفلا يشكرون سبحان الذي خلق الأزواج كلها مما تنبت الأرض ومن أنفسهم ومما لا يعلمون وآية لهم الليل نسلخ منه النهار فإذا هم مظلمون والشمس تجري لمستقر لها ذلك تقدير العزيز العليم والقمر قدرناه منازل حتى عادك العرجون القديم للشمس ينبغي لها أن تدرك القمر ولا الليل سابق النهار وكل في فلك يسبحون وآية لهم أنا حملنا ذريتهم في الفلك المشحون وخلقنا لهم من مثله ما يركبون وإن نشأ نغرقهم فلا صريخ لهم ولا هم ينقذون إلا رحمة منا ومتاعا إلى حين وإذا قيل لهم اتقوا ما بين أيديكم وما خلفكم لعلكم ترحمون وما تأتيهم من آية من آيات ربهم إلا كانوا عنها معرضين 
وإذا قيل لهم أنفقوا مما رزقكم الله قال الذين كفروا للذين آمنوا أنطعم من لو يشاء الله أطعمه إن أنتم إلا في ضلال مبين ويقولون متى هذا الوعد إن كنتم صادقين ما ينذرون إلا صيحة واحدة تأخذهم وهم يخصمون فلا يستطيعون توسية ولا إلى أهلهم يرجعون ونفخ في السور فإذا هم من الأجداث إلى ربهم ينسلون قالوا يا ويلنا من بعثنا من مرقدنا هذا ما وعد الرحمن وصدق المرسلون إن كانت إلا صيحة واحدة فإذا هم جميع لدينا محضرون فاليوم لا تظلم نفس شيئا ولا تجزون إلا ما كنتم تعملون إن أصحاب الجنة اليوم في شغل فاكهون هم وأزواجهم في ظلال على الأرائك متكئون لهم فيها فاكهة ولهم ما يدعون سلام قولا من رب رحيم وامتاز اليوم أيها المجرمون ألم أعهد إليكم يا بني آدم ألا تعبدوا الشيطان إنه لكم عدو مبين وأن يعبدوني هذا صراط مستقيم ولقد أضل منكم جبلا كثيرا فلم تكونوا تعقلون هذه جهنم التي كنتم توعدون اصلوها اليوم بما كنتم تكفلون اليوم نختم على أفواههم وتكلمنا أيديهم وتشهد أرجلهم بما كانوا يكسبون ولو نشاء لطمسنا على أعينهم فاستبقوا الصراط فأنا يبسرون ولو نشاء لمسخناهم على مكانتهم فما استطاعوا مضيا ولا يرجعون ومن نعمره ننكسه في الخلق أفلا يعقلون وما علمناه الشعر وما ينبغي له إن هو إلا ذكر وقرآن مبين لينذر من كان حيا ويحق القول على الكافرين أولم يروا أنا خلقنا لهم مما عملت أيدينا أنعاما فهم لها مالكون 
وَذَلَّلْنَاهَا لَهُمْ فَمِنْهَا رَكُوبُهُمْ وَمِنْهَا يَأْكُلُونَ وَلَهُمْ فِيهَا مَنَافِعُ وَمَشَارِبُ أَفَلَا يَشْكُرُونَ وَاتَّخَذُوا مِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ آلِهَةً لَعَلَّهُمْ يُنْصَرُونَ لَا يَسْتَطِيعُونَ نَصْرَهُمْ وَهُمْ لَهُمْ جُنْدٌ مُحْضَرُونَ فَلَا يَحْزُنْكَ قَوْلُهُمْ إِنَّا نَعْلَمُ مَا يُسِرُّونَ وَمَا يُعْلِنُونَ أَوَلَمْ يَرَ الْإِنسَانُ أَنَّا خَلَقْنَاهُ مِنْ نُطْفَةٍ فَإِذَا هُوَ خَصِيمٌ مُبِينٌ وَضَرَبَ لَنَا مَثَلًا وَنَسِيَ خَلْقَهُ قَالَ مَنْ يُحْيِي الْعِظَامَ وَهِيَ رَمِيمٌ قُلْ يُحْيِيهَا الَّذِي أَنْشَأَهَا أَوَّلَ مَرَّةٍ وَهُوَ بِكُلِّ خَلْقٍ عَلِيمٌ الَّذِي جَعَلَ لَكُمْ مِنَ الشَّجَرِ الْأَخْضَرِ نَارًا فَإِذَا أَنْتُمْ مِنْهُ تُوْقِدُونَ أَوَلَيْسَ الَّذِي خَلَقَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضَ بِقَادِرٍ عَلَىٰ أَنْ يَخْلُقَ مِثْلَهُمْ بَلَا وَهُوَ الْخَلَّاكُ الْعَلِيمُ إِنَّمَا أَمْرُهُ إِذَا أَرَادَ شَيْئًا أَنْ يَقُولَ لَهُ كُنْ فَيَكُونَ فسبحان الذي بيده ملكوت كل شيء وإليه ترجعون صدق الله العظيم أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما تقدموا لأنفسكم من خير تجدوه عند الله هو خيرا وأعظم أجرا واستغفر الله إن الله غفور رحيم استغفر الله 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 استغفر 
اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم 
اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم 
اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما بقدر عظمة ذاتك في كل وقت وحين فاعلم أنه لا إله إلا الله 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 
لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله سيدنا محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغلوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الذين قال لهم الناس إن الناس قد جمعوا لكم فاخشوهم فزادهم إيمانا وقالوا حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل 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 
وعلمك حسبي فالنعم رب ربي والنعم الحسب حسبي تنصر من تشاء وأنت العزيز الرحيم نسألك العزمة في الحركات والسكنات والكلمات والإرادات والخطرات من الشكوك والذنون والأوهام الساترة للقلوب عن مطالعة الغيوب فقد ابتلي المؤمنون وزلزلوا زلزالا شديدا وإذ يقول المنافقون والذين في قلوبهم مرد ما وعدنا الله ورسوله إلا غرورا فثبتنا وانصرنا وسخر لنا هذا البحر كما سخرت البحر لموسى وسخرت النار لإبراهيم وسخرت الجبال والحديد لداود وسخرت الريح والشياطين والجن لسليمان وسخر لنا كل بحر هو لك في الأرض والسماء والملك والملكوت وبحر الدنيا وبحر الآخرة وسخر لنا كل شيء يا من بيده ملكوت كل شيء كاف ها يا عين صاد كاف ها يا عين صاد كاف ها يا عين صاد انصرنا فإنك خير الناصرين وافتح لنا فإنك خير الفاتحين واغفر لنا فإنك خير الغافرين وارحمنا فإنك خير الراحمين وارزقنا فإنك خير الرازقين واهدنا ونجنا من القوم الظالمين وهب لنا ريحا طيبة كما هي في علمك وانشرها علينا من خزائن رحمتك واحملنا بها حمل الكرامة مع السلامة والعافية في الدين والدنيا والآخرة إنك على كل شيء قدير اللهم يسر لنا أمورنا 
مع الراحة لقلوبنا وأبداننا والسلامة والعافية في دنيانا وديننا وكن لنا صاحبا في سفرنا وخليفة في أهلنا واطمس على وجوه أعدائنا وامسخهم على مكانتهم فلا يستطيعون المضيء ولا المجيء إلينا ولو نشاء لطمسنا على أعينهم فاستبقوا الصراط فأنا يبسرون ولو نشاء لمسخناهم على مكانتهم فما استطاعوا مضيا ولا يرجعون ياسين والقرآن الحكيم إنك لمن المرسلين على صراط مستقيم تنزيل العزيز الرحيم لتنذر قوما ما أنذر آباؤهم فهم غافلون لقد حق القول على أكثرهم فهم لا يؤمنون إنا جعلنا في أعناقهم أغلالا فهي إلى الأذقان فهم مكمحون وجعلنا من بين أيديهم سدا ومن خلفهم سدا فأغشيناهم فهم لا يبسرون شاهت الوجوه شاهت الوجوه شاهت الوجوه وعنت الوجوه للحي القيوم وقد خاب من حمل ظلما طاسين حاميم عين قاف مرج البحرين يلتقيان بينهما برزخ لا يبغيان حاميم 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 هم الأمر وجاء النصر فعلينا لا ينصرون حاميم تنزيل الكتاب من الله العزيز العليم غافر الذنب وقابل الطوب شديد العقاب ذي الطول لا إله إلا هو إليه المصير 
بسم الله بابنا تبارك حيطاننا ياسين سقفنا كاف ها يا عين صاد كفايتنا حاميم عين سين قاف حمايتنا فسيكفيكهم الله وهو السميع العليم فسيكفيكهم الله وهو السميع العليم فسيكفيكهم الله وهو السميع العليم ستر العرش مسبول علينا وعين الله ناظرة إلينا بحول الله لا يقدر علينا والله من ورائهم محيط بل هو قرآن مجيد في لوح محفوظ فالله خير حافظا وهو أرحم الراحمين فالله خير حافظا وهو أرحم الراحمين فالله خير حافظا وهو أرحم الراحمين إن وليي الله الذي نزل الكتاب وهو يتولى الصالحين إن وليي الله الذي نزل الكتاب وهو يتولى الصالحين إن وليي الله الذي نزل الكتاب وهو يتولى الصالحين حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم بسم الله الذي لا يضر مع اسمه شيء في الأرض ولا في السماء وهو السميع العليم بسم الله الذي لا يضر مع اسمه شيء في الأرض ولا في السماء وهو السميع العليم بسم الله الذي لا يضر مع اسمه شيء في الأرض ولا في السماء وهو السميع العليم أعوذ بكلمات الله التامات من شر ما خلق أعوذ بكلمات الله التامات من شر ما خلق 
أعوذ بكلمات الله التامات من شر ما خلق ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه وسلم بسم الله والحمد لله رب العالمين أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الله لطيف بعباده يرزق من يشاء وهو القوي العزيز يلطيف 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 يا لطيف 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 يا لطيف
latifu ya latif ya 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 Ya Latifu Ya Latif 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 Ya Latifu Ya Latifu Ya Latif 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 Ya Ya Latifu Ya Latif 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 Ya Latifu Ya Latifu Ya Latif 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 
Ya Latifu Ya Latif Ya Latifu Ya Latif Ya Latifu Ya Latif Ya Latifu Ya Latif Ya Latifu Ya Latif Ya Latifu Ya Latif Ya Latifu Ya Latif Ya Latifu Ya Latif Ya Latifu Ya Latif Ya Latifu Ya Latif Ya Latifu Ya Latif Ya Latifu Ya Latif Ya Latifu Ya Latif Ya Latifu Ya Latif Ya Latifu Ya Latif Ya Latifu Ya Latif Ya Latifu Ya Latif 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 Ya Latif, 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 Ya Latif. Ya Latif, 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 
latifu ya latif ya 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 Ya Latifu Ya Latif 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 Ya Latifu Ya Latifu Ya Latif 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 
Ya Latifu, Ya Latif, 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 Ya Latifu, Ya Latifu, Ya Latif, 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 Ya Latifu, Ya Latifu, Ya Latif, 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 Ya Latifu, Ya Latif. يا لطيفا بخلقه يا عليما بخلقه يا خبيرا بخلقه ألطف بنا يا لطيف يا عليم يا خبير يا لطيفا بخلقه يا عليما بخلقه يا خبيرا بخلقه ألطف بنا يا لطيف يا عليم يا خبير يا لطيفا بخلقه يا عليما بخلقه يا خبيرا بخلقه ألطف بنا يا لطيف يا عليم يا خبير اللهم يا من لطفت في خلق السماوات والأرض ولطفت بالأجنة في بطون أمهاتها ألطف بنا لطفا يليك بكرمك ورحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين يا الله اللهم يا من جعلت الصلاة على النبي من القربات نتقرب إليك بكل صلاة سليت عليه من أول النشأة إلى ما لا نهاية من الكمالات بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يسوق الخير إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يصرف السوء إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله وما بكم من نعمة فمن الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله 
بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يسوق الخير إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يصرف السوء إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله وما بكم من نعمة فمن الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يسوق الخير إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا يصرف السوء إلا الله بسم الله ما شاء الله وما بكم من نعمة فمن الله بسم الله ما شاء الله لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم Inshallah, we'll continue with Salat al-Tazir. Allahumma salli salatin kamilatan wa sallim salamin tamman ala Sayyidina Muhammadin alladhi tanhallu bihi al-uqadu wa tanfariju bihi al-kurabu wa tuqda bihi al-hawaiju wa tunalu bihi al-raghaibu wa husnu al-khawatim ويستسقى الغمام بوجهه الكريم وعلى آله وصحبه في كل لمحة ونفس بعدد كل معلوم لك اللهم صل صلاة كاملة وسلم سلاما تاما على سيدنا محمد الذي تنحل به العقد وتنفرج به الكرب وتقضى به الحوائج وتنال به الرغائب وحسن الخواتيم ويستسقى الغمام بوجهه الكريم وعلى آله وصحبه في كل لمحة ونفس بعدد كل معلوم لك اللهم صل صلاة كاملة وسلم سلاما تاما على سيدنا محمد الذي تنحل به العقد وتنفرج به الكرب وتقضى به الحوائج وتنال به الرغائب وحسن الخواتيم ويستسقى الغمام بوجهه الكريم وعلى آله وصحبه في كل لمحة ونفس بعدد كل معلوم لك اللهم صل صلاة كاملة وسلم سلاما تاما على سيدنا محمد الذي تنحل به العقد وتنفرج به الكرب وتقضى به الحوائج وتنال به الرغائب وحسن الخواتيم ويستسقى الغمام بوجهه الكريم وعلى آله وصحبه في كل لمحة ونفس بعدد كل معلوم لك 
اللهم صلي صلاة كاملة وسلم سلاما تاما على سيدنا محمد الذي تنحل به العقد وتنفرج به الكرب وتقضى به الحوائج وتنال به الرغائب وحسن الخواتيم ويستسقى الغمام بوجهه الكريم وعلى آله وصحبه في كل لمحة ونفس بعدد كل معلوم لك اللهم صل صلاة كاملة وسلم سلاما تاما على سيدنا محمد الذي تنحل به العقد وتنفرج به الكرب وتقضى به الحوائج وتنال به الرغائب وحسن الخواتيم ويستسقى الغمام بوجهه الكريم وعلى آله وصحبه في كل لمحة ونفس بعدد كل معلوم لك اللهم صل صلاة كاملة وسلم سلاما تاما على سيدنا محمد الذي تنحل به العقد وتنفرج به الكرب وتقضى به الحوائج وتنال به الرغائب وحسن الخواتيم ويستسقى الغمام بوجهه الكريم وعلى آله وصحبه في كل لمحة ونفس بعدد كل معلوم لك اللهم آمين أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على سيدنا إبراهيم وعلى آل سيدنا إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما بركت على سيدنا إبراهيم وعلى آل سيدنا إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد Oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we pray for our Sheikh, teacher, Murshid, and Master, Sayyidina Sheikh Faisal Hamid Abdul Razak. Allah may increase him in knowledge and wisdom. Allah may protect him from evil. We pray that he will lead his marids on the straight path towards you. O oh Allah, we pray for the Sheikh and his family. We pray that you strengthen them in iman, keep them in good health, and grant them long life in Islam. O oh Allah, we pray that you protect them from all evil, ease their trials, and grant them the sweetness of paradise. ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقينا عذاب النار. Allah forgive us our sins and guide us on the straight path leading to paradise. Allah you know the needs of all of us present here. Allah answer our dua and take care of our needs. Allah subhanahu wa taala we pray for our parents that you grant them your grace and mercy as they raise up in childhood. 
Allah grant our parents long life and good health in Islam. O Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, forgive our parents and grant them paradise. O Allah, for our parents who have passed and returned to you, O Allah, we beg you to forgive them. O Allah, we pray for all the mercies of Sheikh Fasa throughout the world. O Allah, we pray that you will ease our trials and grant us the strength to face our trials. O Allah, make it easy for us to gain true knowledge and to practice it, to be good mercies and to get ever closer to you. O Allah, you know the needs of all of the mercies. O Allah, we beg you to answer our dua and take care of our needs. O Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we pray for, the, for all the Muslims around the world. O Allah, we pray that you strengthen us in Iman. O Allah, we pray for unity to make us stronger as a nation. O Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, please comfort and relieve all Muslims who are suffering and have suffered losses. O Allah, you are the all-powerful and the almighty. O Allah, we beg you to give us victory against the unbelievers. O Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we pray for the International Islamic Forum and the Mufassinidhikrahalaka. May you make it easy for us to establish many messages for your sake. May you bless the Islamic form and Al-Fasidhikrahalaka to be a beacon of light for Islam throughout the world. And may you help us to finish building the new message and make it easy for us to do so. Wa sallallahu ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun wa salamun ala al-mursali walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Allahu akbar, Allahu akbar, Allahu akbar. لا إله إلا الله سيدنا محمد رسول الله أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن سيدنا محمد عبد الله ورسوله اللهم افتح علينا فتوح العارفين ووفقنا توفيق الصالحين وانفعنا اللهم بالقرآن والذكر الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا من فضلك علما وتعليما يقربنا منك برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم لا سهل إلا ما جعلته سهلا وانت يا حي يا قيوم تجعل الحزن إذا شئت سهلا سهلا اللهم أعزنا من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا وأصلح لنا شأننا كله لا إله إلا أنت نستغفرك ونتوب إليك ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين آمين آمين أما بعد my dear respected brothers and sisters, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu. May the peace and blessings of God Almighty be with each and every one of you. And welcome once again to our special program coming to you from the Islamic Forum of Canada, uh, where we share with you the special message for uh, this month of Shawwal, the month of Eid, 
uh, after the blessed month of Ramadan. And we welcome you to our daily broadcast. This program starts at 7 p.m. every day throughout this month of Shawwal, uh, 7 p.m. Toronto time or Eastern time. We thank you for joining us, and we hope you can join us every day for this program. And please uh, tell your family members, relatives, friends, and others that you know about the program so they can join as well. Share the YouTube link with them and ask them to subscribe to the channel so that they can join these live broadcasts. Today, it's our second episode of the new series we started. Uh, yesterday was our first episode, and this is a series on the seerah, or the life history of the Prophet Wasallam. We mentioned that there are various aspects in the study of the life of the Prophet The seerah dealing with uh, his life history, there's also uh, the category of studies based on the life of the Prophet of Maghazi, which deals with the details of the various battles and expeditions that the Prophet participated in. Uh, then there is the Shama'il of the Prophet which focuses on the personal traits of the Prophet There is also uh, another aspect of this study called Fiqh Sirah or the jurisprudence of Sira, which focuses on the rulings we can derive from or deduced from the study of the seer of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. In this series that we are doing now, and today is the second episode, uh, there are some main references that we are using, and I want to share three of them with you today. The first of which is the seerah of uh, Ibn Hisham, uh, perhaps uh, one of the most earliest and most uh, highly regarded account of the seerah of the Prophet And then there's the seerah of Ibn Ishaq, uh, which is perhaps the second most uh, regarded uh, source of the seerah. And then uh, this great genius of the Ummah, Ibn Khaldun, uh, he wrote his magnum opus, the Muqaddimah, and there are references that we are making to that work as well, especially in the initial part of the study of the seerah, uh, inshallah. And of course, the Quran, and the hadith of the Prophet are the primary sources of this information that uh, we are sharing with you. Uh, we talked about Arabia before Islam and about some of the qualities of the people of that time. And we mentioned that there, there were two categories of people, two different lifestyles. Uh, distinct in some areas and merging in some other areas. Uh, the Bedouin uh, Arabs and the sedentary Arabs. The, the Bedouin Arabs are those people of the Arabian Peninsula, the Hijaz, and surrounding areas that lived in the desert. And most of the, the land was desert, a huge uh, area 
uh, of desert. And then there were some cities and towns. Uh, and the sedentary category of people are the tongue-dwelling people uh, living in the tongues, the most important being Mecca, Yathrib in those days, later, later known as Medina, and Ta'if. Uh, those are the main ones, and there were some other smaller towns and cities as well. Uh, but the people living uh, in the cities were referred to as the sedentary or tongue-dwelling people, uh, stable in their lifestyle, in one place, meaning. And then the Bedouin, or nomadic people, uh, that had a, a different lifestyle which, uh, in which they move from place to place. Uh, now, there are some qualities of the Bedouin Arab in particular that we want to mention today. And uh, I, I want to refer to a statement of Sayyidina Umar ibn Khattab, anhu, who is reported to have said that the Bedouins were the raw material of Islam or the raw material for Islam. That they were potential converts to Islam. That they were naturally disposed to becoming personifications of Islamic ideals and, and virtues if they could be persuaded to accept Islam. And, and this alluded to the pure natural state of the Bedouin's psychological makeup. And, and this was a, a state that tends to be neutral as to its receptiveness of good or evil. It's like a blank tablet ready to be imprinted with whatever uh, you want to give to, to them. Uh, and, and so if there was a way they could find to convince the Bedouin about Islam, then they would accept it and they would become outstanding Muslims. And this proved to be the reality later on when they did accept Islam, how they became very outstanding uh, in their characteristic. Uh, there was that interaction between the Bedouins and the sedentary tongue-dwelling people. Uh, the, the Bedouins would come to Mecca for the annual trade fairs. Um, they would come to Mecca when they need to buy supplies of food and so on because of the scarcity of food in the desert where they were living and so on. So there was that, that interaction. And then the the people of Mecca, uh, and especially the, the upper echelons of society, the well-to-do people, uh, Quraysh in particular, uh, they would also send their children, their infant and babies, to the Bedouin tribes to, to, to spend their childhood years with them so that they can benefit from the pure Arabic language of the, the Bedouin, uh, the nomadic or Arab tribes living in the desert, uh, and to become strong physically because of the environment. It, 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 this is what it did for people, to make them uh, strong physically, mentally, and so on, to prepare them to be outstanding uh, individuals when they return back to Mecca and later on in Meccan society. This statement of uh, Sayyidina Umar also 
pointed out to the fact that if they were to become Muslims believers, because of their qualities, physical qualities, mental qualities, and so on, they can become a powerful force for Islam. Tremendous physical and psychical powers, uh, considerable capacity to endure hardships, and their amazing fortitude and personal initiative uh, made them, these qualities uh, prepared them well to be almost like a striking force for Islam, which is what happened later on. And, and, and as we continue our study of the Sira, later on, especially the Medinan period, we would see how uh, this uh, came to pass, this observation of Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab in those early days after he had accepted Islam in Mecca. Ibn Khaldum in his Muqaddimah, and Ibn Khaldum is one of the greatest intellectuals that the Ummah has produced, uh, a great giant of intellectualism and intelligence uh, among the, the Muslims. And there, there are others, there are other great people, philosophers, non-Muslims, Many of them have said that uh, if any civilization produced one individual of the caliber of Ibn Khaldun, that civilization would be proud of its achievement. If that, that's all it did, produce one individual like Ibn Khaldun. And in, in our uh, example, the Islamic civilization, we produce countless hundreds of Ibn Khaldun throughout our history. Uh, great geniuses that were such a great benefit for, uh, is for, for humanity. And Ibn Khaldun uh, is referred to as the, the founder of, of history and sociology and so many other sciences. And his book, the Muqaddimah, is among the greatest intellectual works that humanity has seen. And, uh, so I, I want to refer to you what he said about uh, the the Bedouin Arabs, and that society at that time. He said, we have mentioned that the Bedouins restrict themselves to the necessities in their conditions of life and are unable to go beyond them, while sedentary people concern themselves with conveniences and luxuries in their conditions and customs. The bare necessities are no doubt prior to the conveniences and luxuries secondary and an outgrowth of the necessities. Bedouins thus are the basis of and prior to cities and sedentary people. Only after he has obtained the bare necessities does the Bedouin get the comforts and, and luxuries. The toughness of the desert life precedes the softness of sedentary life. So he's uh, considering uh, these two groups of people at that time. The, the Bedouin are living in the desert and the sedentary people uh, living in Mecca, in the city. And he says that they, they restrict themselves, the Bedouins, to the necessities in the conditions of life and are unable to go beyond them. So the necessities of life because of the situation in the desert. There, there's not much there. They, they, they would uh, go to where they find an oasis, that there's a well, water, that's the most important thing. 
water, and that's where they would settle. And they, they would establish themselves there, and they have to hunt for food and, and so on. Uh, and then they would, if that water source dries up, they, they look for another place that they can go to, another well, water supply, an oasis in the desert, which are not that many, few and far in between. And that's where they would say, so they're moving from place to place and so on. So there is no concern uh, for the luxuries of life for them. That's, that's beyond their imagination because they don't, there's no way to get it. Whereas in Mecca, there is that possibility. So people are concerned about that. They would go after it to try to achieve it. But the thing is, with the, with the, with the Bedouin, that lifestyle uh, made them strong. It also made them harsh. Uh, as you see later on how Allah SWT describes them in Surah Tawbah, that the harshness of the physical condition affected their personalities, that they became harsh in dealing with people and so on. They, they didn't have the, the, the cultured values and the finesse of behavior and so on. And, uh, and, and, and there are certain things that the Prophet accepted of them, the good qualities. There are other things that he asked them to change, uh, as Allah SWT also revealed in the Quran about that. On the one hand, they 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 refer to as ashaddu, uh, the the harshest of sternness of people with kufr and nifaq of disbelief and hypocrisy, and on the other hand, they're the people who uh, can become great believers if they would overcome those qualities. And Islam came to do that. Islam came to change people from what they are to what they must become slaves and servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's, it's an amazing transformation that we see then. Uh, that there are examples among them who, uh, they, they, in the time of the Prophet if they believed, accepted Islam, believed in Islam, uh, saw the Prophet he saw them, they became sahabas. And there were many of them like this. And they were so outstanding in their qualities. And as Sayyidina Umar in the early years predicted, they would become the striking force of Islam, and they did. Uh, an amazing transformation. We, we, we mentioned, for example, uh, Sayyidina Bilal, uh, who was at the lowest rung of the social ladder in Mecca, among slaves. Even among slaves, there were classes. We mentioned that if, if you're from Quraysh and you're a slave, then you're a master among the slaves. The, the higher class, better. And if you're an Abyssinian, as Sayyidina Bilal was, then you're the lowest rung of the social ladder. But that's how he entered Islam. He entered Islam as a slave. His, his master used, used to torture him in Mecca, put him in the hot sun of the desert, put hot rocks on him, and ask him to renounce Islam. And he would only say, Ahadun Ahad, Ahadun Ahad, one Allah, one Allah, la ilaha illallah, meaning la ilaha illallah, Ahadun Ahad. That's what he would say. And Sayyidina Abu Bakr bought him, paid a lot of money for him, and then to free him. So he would no longer be a slave. So he entered Islam while he's a slave. And then in Medina, not too, not too many years after, in Medina, one morning the Prophet told Bilal, Ya Bilal, last night I heard your footsteps in Jannah. 
Subhanallah. Look at the transformation. From entering Islam as a slave and then becoming the Mu'adhin of the Prophet the outrunner of the, for the Prophet in the exhibitions. He's the one who will be running back and forth and you know, telling the Prophet what is happening in the back of the army and in the front and so on and so forth. While others are riding on horses, he's running on his foot and faster than the horses and so on. The mother of the Prophet and the Prophet he's, he's going to Jannah. Look at the transformation. What Islam did to people. It's amazing, and, and the example of the Bedouin now is, is a great example for us. You know, sometimes people may feel that they cannot change. They have certain habits and customs and behavioral patterns. And so on. No, 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 no. You can change. You can become better for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with the determination, with the attachment to Islam, the love of Allah, the love of the Prophet and, and the dhikr is the means towards that change. You keep doing your dhikr. You're purifying your soul. You're purifying your body. And you're changing as you do conscientious dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You can change. So, Ibn Khaldum is pointing out this difference in lifestyle because of the condition. So he talks with the Bedouin. And then, as for the sedentary people those who are the tongue dwelling people they live in one place they have a home and they keep you know expanding that home as their family become bigger and so on that's what they're building up they're acquiring the, the, the necessities of life and more they can look for more the comforts and luxuries of life whereas the bedouin doesn't have access to that he's not looking for that but he's developing in other areas. So the, the tongue-dwelling people, the sedentary group of people, in, whether it's in Mecca, Medina, or Taif, uh, they would then start to acquire luxuries uh, and so on. So, for example, uh, Sayyidina Ammar ibn Yasir, Sayyidina Ammar is a great example. Uh, Sayyidina Musab ibn Umayyar and so on. Uh, these were outstanding people. Sayyidina Musab uh, that the Prophet sent as uh, his ambassador to Medina. When he was in Mecca, before he accepted Islam, uh, he was a superstar of Mecca. He came from a rich, wealthy family. He had all the comforts. Handsome young man in Mecca. And he wanted the things that he was known for. He would only wear shoes and clothing that was imported. He wouldn't get it from local sources in Mecca. He would get it from Yemen, specially made shoes and so on. So he was known for that because he could afford it. His parents were wealthy. And then when he accepted Islam, they disowned him. You know, and he became so poor. He gave up all of that luxury that... When he, when he was in Medina, he would wear tattered, torn clothing because he hadn't much. He gave up all of that for, because of his love for Allah and love with the Prophet uh, But the Prophet said many great things about him. Prophet cried when he, uh, at, at the Battle of Uhud when he was martyred and he, as he buried him, prepared him for burial, the Prophet cried. 
because he knew what he what he was before and what he was now and how much sacrifices he made for Islam. But the example I, I, I want to share with us is that the people of Mecca could afford, some of them could afford the comforts and luxuries of life. Uh, they did that, they enjoyed that, uh, different from the, the Bedouin desert Arabs. There are some things about the Bedouin mo mode of life that some characteristic that prepared them for the important role that they would play later on. It, th this desert life produced in them the, the major characteristics of a tough fighter. One of which, one of the, the, the conditions that they lived under was scarcity of food. Scarcity of food. They did not have much food. They just got, you know, they would go from day to day uh, sourcing food for themselves, hunting, and so on. So there wasn't an excess of food, scarcity of food. Uh, but that, that is a quality that prepared them, perhaps not by choice, but by the conditions in which they lived, that, they, 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 that quality prepared them spiritually and mentally. Even today, and for the past 14 centuries, the, the Sufi training, the spiritual training in Islam, includes a gradual but continuing reduction in food intake. Part of the training of the Sufi on the spiritual path, one who is journeying on this spiritual, uh, traveling on this spiritual journey to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is that they're, mat they're mindful about what they eat. They're mindful about what they eat, the amount of food and drink that they take. And they keep progressively reducing that as part of their, their spiritual training. And that is now by choice because uh, someone on the path may be, can afford uh, much more, but deliberately and systematically, they train themselves to reduce the intake of food and drink. Uh, and they fast often and so on uh, because of the benefits. I'm mentioning this for you to see how the scarcity of food among the Bedouin or desert Arab was a good thing for them in terms of what it made them become. Clear complexion, clear thinking, uh, their mental capacities increased, uh, and an amazing intelligence. You know, there's this uh, concept of dhaka ul-Badawi, the intelligence of the Bedouin desert Arab. Uh, that, you know, they, they're traveling in the desert and they were the most outstanding trackers in the desert. They would see tracks and they would know immediately what it is. They would go to a place and if Caravan had been there before, uh, just by observing the signs that they the tracks, the dung from the animals and so on, that say, they, would, they would know how, many, uh, how long ago that caravan was there, when it left how long it's spent in that place, how many people were in the party, how many men, how many animals. 
so many things they would know immediately in their, their ability, their intelligence that they developed because that was, that was their backyard, so to speak. They're living in the desert. They know everything about that. They would look at the moon and they would tell you the, the date of the month. You know, it's the first day, the second day, the third day, the 15th day, the 20th day, whatever. They knew that instinctively. You know, they, they had this great knowledge of the, uh, the solar system, the, the stars, the galaxies, uh, and so on. In the night, uh, they would use the stars for direction. That was their compass, and they knew exactly where to go and how to travel and so on. All of these things was instinctive in them. They were, they were connected to the environment, to, to the natural environment. They would look at the clouds and tell you if it's, it's going to rain or not. So many things. Because they were connected naturally to that environment, nature. Whereas in, in the city now, the tongue-dwelling people of Mecca and so on, even though because of the connection with Bedouin, they're good, but uh, they were not as sharp as the Bedouin in those things. And in today, today's lifestyle, the people in, in the tongues are shut off from, from that connection. They, 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 they've lost that uh, natural connection to nature and to the environment and so on. Because so many things are artificial in the lifestyle of the people of the tongue and cities, whereas in the desert it's natural. So scarcity of food was a good thing for them in the sense that it prepared them well. So that they wouldn't be eating unless it's necessary. Uh, you know, like dessert items and, and sweet things and so on were unknown to them. They wouldn't, they, they just enjoying the basics of, uh, of the, their, their lifestyle, the food that they would take. So naturally they had to be mindful about just eating what, uh, what's necessary. Like they would, uh, as the saying goes, there are people who uh, eat to live, and then there are other people who live to eat. So for the Bedouin, they would only eat to live. It's a different thing, and they prepare them well. It's clear, healthy complexion, greatly increased power of perception, well-developed faculties of understanding. Then, secondly, there, there was great effort they needed to produce food. They spent a lot of their time for food uh, because they have to be hunting, spending several hours every day uh, preparing that food and so on. Next day, same thing and so on. They uh, spend a lot of time uh, trying to put food on the table, so to speak. Whereas, for, for example, people today living in cities and so on, uh, you want some food, you just go online and order in a restaurant and have Uber deliver it to your home. You know, it's, it's a different thing. It's a different lifestyle. And it affects people in different ways. And, and so it's always good to go back to that natural lifestyle as best as you can, as much as you can, if you can do so. Thirdly, the need to undertake lengthy travels in the desert and the need of the Bedouin to be his own guide on these travels. So their lifestyle involved a lot of traveling. They would move from place to place. 
And they were their own guides. So this is why they developed this amazing ability uh, to, to, be, to track things in the desert, to, to be excellent trackers. It's incredible when you, when, if you happen to be with them and to see what they do. And during my days of, or years of study in, in Mecca, there were, there were occasions when uh, I, I joined with them and I was able to observe what they would do. And it's really incredible. Uh, simple people, many of them, they, don't, they may not know to read and write, but they're so intelligent. It's, it's amazing. So because they had to travel uh, long distances, uh, they, had to, they, they had to be able to recognize the signs. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, reveals in the Quran about these things that they can relate. And this is one of the ways that the methodology that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses to address the psyche of the, the Bedouin and the Arab. أَفَلَا يَنْذُرُونَ إِلَى الْإِبِلِ كَيْفَ خُلِقَتْ وَإِلَى السَّمَاءِ كَيْفَ رُفِعَتْ وَلِلْأَرْضِ كَيْفَ سُتِحَتْ وَلِلْجِبَالِ كَيْفَ نُصِبَتْ Do you not look at the camel, how it's created? أَفَلَا يَنْذُرُونَ إِلَى الْإِبِلِ كَيْفَ خُلِقَتْ So when this eye was revealed, and the Prophet was telling the people, the Arabs there, immediately, it's like a red flag in their mind. They're, they're listening. They're, because they know they can relate to it. They can relate to it. Do you not see the camel, how it was created? And they recognize that Allah is the creator of this camel. And then they start reflecting, this camel is a miracle of creation. Because they knew that the camel was their source of survival, means of survival in the desert. You know, if, they, if they're traveling, they, uh, an individual person and his camel is lost or die or something, then he is as good as dead. The camel is his means of survival in the desert. So he knows that camel produces milk, uh, later on meat uh, that they can eat, and so many uh, great things. The camel can drink water at one time and keep it stored so it can remain without water for long periods of time. They know this, and that's so important in the desert. So Allah subhanahu is addressing their psyche so they can think. And this is one of the, one of the techniques of da'wah, that you, you speak to a people, speak to a person based on their level of thinking. That you speak to someone based on their, their level of thinking. You know, you use examples that are relevant and appropriate for them, that they can relate to, that they can relate to. You do that as a technique of da'wah, because then you get them to understand. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does this in the Quran for different types of people, different things, different examples are given throughout this Quran. The Prophet mentioned this in the hadith, different examples, different messages to different people. Everyone like this. So this is what we need to do. You need to understand uh, how to speak to people in a language that they can understand. And I don't mean the actual language, let's say English language, but the words you use, the examples you use, 
how they can understand. Each one of you need to be mindful about this because I, I want each one of you to, to be ambassadors of Islam, to be able to convey this message of Islam to other people. Tell them, and including Muslims, perhaps first and foremost Muslims first, before non-Muslims. There are many Muslims who are not practicing Islam, who are not active in Islam. You need to get them in. Start with your circle of acquaintances, your, your family members, uh, your relatives, your friends, other Muslims that you're in contact with. You know, get them involved with you in what we're doing, and then you reach out to non-Muslims as well so that they can accept Islam. You tell them about Islam. So this is what Sayyidina Omar, this amazing statement he mentioned before, that uh, when he talked about the, the, the characteristics of the Bedouin, the desert Arab, he said that if we can convince them to accept Islam, they would be the striking force of Islam because of the qualities they have. And, and the Prophet recognized that about Sayyidina Omar before. He, he was uh, one of the staunchest opponents of Islam in those early days, along with Abu Jahl. And, and the Prophet used to make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ya Allah, guide one of the two Umars to Islam, the one that's more, more beloved to you. Guide one of the two Umars to Islam. The first, the Umar, uh, the first Umar is uh, Umar al-Khattab. And Abu Jahl, Amr ibn Hisham is his actual name. So the, the other Umar. Uh, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose Umar ibn al-Khattab to guide Islam, not Abu Jahl. Uh, because if they are strong in Jahiliyyah, they would be strong in Islam. Uh, that, that's that's the, the essence of the statement of Sayyidina Umar al-Khattab, what he's making. Uh, if they are strong in Jahiliyyah, they'd be strong in Islam. Jahili means in, in the state of ignorance of Islam. That some people are outstanding in, in, in that when they are non-Muslims, they have very good qualities. And if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides them Islam, if they accept Islam, then they become a powerful force for Islam too. And we've seen this throughout our history these past 14 centuries. And, and, and the key is for us to be that good example for others. And the dhikr prepares you for that. The dhikr polishes you, that you become the spiritual magnet to attract people to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so that quality of the bed and traveling desert. And then the, the fourth quality is the need to provide for all the requirements of his own security. Uh, that in the desert, it's, it's, it's a risky existence from other people trying to uh, kill your tribe or fighting with your tribe and family. And so you have to protect them. He has, and the Bedouin has to prepare for his own security. It made him uh, a strong force physically, uh, not only mentally now, but physically and in terms of uh, intelligence in that area of, of security and protection for himself and his family and so on. He's very sharp in this area and it prepares him well to be this force that Sayyidina Umar al-Khattab is mentioning that the Bedouin can become if they accept Islam, which they end up doing uh, in, in such amazing way, uh, inshallah. So these four qualities are uh, important in the life of the Bedouin. Also, these uh, traits 
are conducive to development of fortitude, courage, and self-reliance. They greatly develop the well-known Bedouin qualities of vigor and strength and vigilance and the ability to act swiftly in self-defense when he's ambushed or exposed to sudden danger. So the lifestyle that he is forced to live prepares him for, for, for these qualities, develop within him these qualities. It, be, it becomes a natural instinct for him. These traits enable him to retain his personal initiative and his personal independence. Personal independence. The Bedouin does not submit easily and is not easy to control. He is brash and uninhibited. He is free to come and go, free in his personal style of eating, talking, and dressing. He is not encumbered by the niceties of etiquette, and he instinctively and violently resists and resent any attempt to bring him under the jurisdiction of tongue etiquette or control. The Bedouin cherishes his freedom and highly values it. To him, it is an inseparable part of his dignity or karama and his honor. And we'll talk more about karama and karam and jude and so on later on. A serious loss of it is tantamount to humiliation, this freedom. If, if, if uh, this freedom is taken away from him, it's like a, the, the greatest humiliation he can feel. And so he would rather die than suffer under that humiliation. So the Bedouin never yields his freedom, nor does he survive in an environment in which it is missing, that freedom. He, uh, total independent person would be like that. And th there are people who, uh, once they have this quality, it's difficult for someone else, a foreign force, to subjugate them. Yeah, and, and there are many people, many nations, uh, groups of people within the Muslim Ummah that are known for that. And, and there are others, colonialists and others, that try, try to colonize them and control them. Could not. Could not. Even though they're so much more equipped uh, with arms and ammunition and so many modern things, uh, not able to subjugate people because in their heart, in their mind, they don't accept it. And it's, it's difficult to control the people if they are so dedicated and committed to their own freedom and independence. And it's a quality that uh, we should all strive to achieve. Now, these are some of the positive things uh, that uh, we have mentioned, but uh, there are also some negative things that uh, of, of, of their personality or their lifestyle also that Allah SWT mentions in the Quran. And uh, I would uh, talk about some of that, inshallah, in, in our next episode. In, in Surah Tawbah, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala reveals uh, and of the desert Arab there is he who believes in Allah and the last day and take that which he spends in the way of Allah and also the prayers of the messengers acceptable offering in the sight of Allah bringing them nearer to Allah verily it is an acceptable offering offering from them soon will Allah admit them into his mercy for Allah is oft forgiving and most merciful and this is Surah Tawbah so here Allah is praising them uh, what they are. 
some of the qualities and Allah SWT soon he'll ad admit them into his mercy they'll come under the shade of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so uh, this is one point and then inshallah in our next episode I will talk something about some of the negative qualities that uh, they had which had to be taken care of to get rid of and this is what the Prophet ﷺ focused on, inshallah. So this brings an end to our second episode of this series. Inshallah, we'll continue uh, to discuss the, the series of the Prophet ﷺ. And I, I, at this phase, I'm trying to uh, develop this an understanding of life in Mecca before Islam, uh, because that's the same people who initially opposed Islam, but later on, especially after the defeat of Mecca, they started entering into Islam in large numbers, and in, in a short period of time, Islam spread throughout the region and beyond. And it's, it's, it's important to know how and why, so that we can benefit from that knowledge and that lesson of history, that hopefully, inshallah, we can repeat it, that we can be able, able to get more and more people coming into Islam. So you do your work, inshallah. Get people to look at the program, uh, to do the dhikr with you. Uh, work on your sort of acquaintance, family members, relatives, friends. And together, let's continue in this journey to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I, I want to, once again, to thank uh, all those who've donated to Islamic Forum, and also to make dua for all those who requested dua for everyone uh, in the chat. Make special of all of you. Uh, and I look forward to seeing you again soon, inshallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless each and every one of you. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in wa akhir da'wan alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wa sallamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu. A'udhu billahi sami'l alim in shaytan rajim. Bismillahi rahman rahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidina Muhammadin. وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن سيدنا محمد عبد الله ورسوله أما بعد my dear brothers and sisters once again assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi taala wabarakatuh may the peace and blessings of Almighty Allah be with each and every one of you once again I want to welcome everyone to our continuing daily broadcast. This uh, broadcast that starts at 7 p.m. every day from the Islamic Forum of Canada. And we hope you can join us every day and tell all your family, relatives, and friends to join us, inshallah, for the broadcast, our daily broadcast, uh, starting at 7 p.m. Toronto time or Eastern time. Um, a few things I want to mention. Today is a special day uh, in our history, and it's, it's observed in a special way, the 10th day of Shawwal. Uh, and this is the Yawmul Wilada, or the date of birth of one of the greatest scholars uh, in our Ummah, and uh, an outstanding individual, uh, Ala Hazrat uh, Imam Ahmad Rida Khan. Uh, Imam Ahmad Rida Khan, it's, I consider him a genius. He's, he's a great genius. He uh, wrote more than a thousand books uh, on Islam uh, from the subcontinent. And he 
was this great defender of Sunni Islam, of the way of the Prophet وسلم, uh, trying to bring Muslims back on the right path at a time when many Muslims had deviated and also many uh, leaders of the Ummah, uh, scholars and so on, had uh, deviated and so he corrected uh, those concepts and alhamdulillah uh, because of him uh, Sunni Islam continues to be strong. So today it's the anniversary of his birth and we want to do Fatiha for him. I'll include that inshallah in our Fatiha at the end. Um, also uh, earlier this week a well-known personality, Muslim personality here in Toronto passed away, Brother Naeem Chowdhury, Naeem Chowdhury who was uh, a well-known TV um, personality. He started uh, perhaps the first Muslim television program several decades ago uh, in Canada. And for, for many years, he served the community, especially in that capacity in the media, uh, with his television program uh, and other media activities. So we want to include him in dua today, make dua for him as we recite Fatiha later on, inshallah. And then, um, Sidi Nazir from Barakpur, the father of Sidi Fajir, uh, today it's his 78th birthday from the Barakpur Halakha. Earlier this year, before Ramadan, I visited Trinidad for a lecture tour. And we, uh, Sidi Fajir and his father, Sidi Nazir, they hosted us. Um, at their home, they, they have, and they, because they have a halakan. So I, I particularly uh, selected those places, locations where we have dhikr halakha that's going on every week. And Barakpur is one of them. And so we want to wish Sidi Nazir from Barakpur uh, happy birthday on his 78th birthday, alhamdulillah. And we pray Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless him with long life of Islam, Iman, and Ihsan. And we'll include that in for dua, inshallah. Um, and then there's a question from Sister Shamshanisha. Um, as, a, as a Sufi, uh, she wants to know as a Sufi, can one continue fasting seven days a week? Uh, this is not recommended. The Prophet said that the best of fast is the fast of Prophet Dawood, Sayyidina Dawood alayhi salam. And Sayyidina Dawood alayhi salam, he used to fast one day and uh, don't fast the other day, and then the following day he would fast, and the next day he would not fast. So one day fast, one day not. Like this, he would do that all the time. And the Prophet described that as the best of fasts. So uh, the, and, and also there's a hadith where um, one of the Sahabas would, was doing this. It's called Samul Wisal that fasting every day, and the Prophet said no, that uh, he, he has to have a, a balance. And this is part of the, the this training, the Sufi training or the spiritual training, is to, to have a balance and not to go, not to emphasize on one particular aspect of ibadah, but to have balance. And, and, the, 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 and this is how, why you need to be attached to a sheikh and to follow the sheikh. Uh, a sheikh of tasawwuf, that is, because not all sheikhs are qualified to train people in tasawwuf. So it has been authorized, the sheikh of tasawwuf, following a recognized spiritual path. 
like like for example we uh, we follow the shadali uh, spiritual path of training which is perhaps the best uh, the most effective form of training or method of training for uh, of spiritual training inshallah so uh, my advice for for Yusuf Shamshinisha is to observe the sunnah fast so every week mondays and thursdays uh, if you want to increase that a day or two, fine. Uh, but you don't want to be fasting continuously because uh, if, then if, if you're not able to maintain it, it has spiritual consequences as well. And then there are other things you want to do in addition to fasting and then other uh, aspects of spiritual training that you want to be able to do, inshallah. Um, I would go through the chat and then we'll make dua, inshallah. I... I, I want also to uh, recognize and thank uh, those who have donated recently um, because there, there are some donors that donated in Ramadan and we did not mention all of them. We'll continue to do that. Today I want to focus on the, uh, the monthly pledges because that is the appeal we are focusing on now to, uh, to try to encourage everyone to join the monthly pledge to donate something every month to the Islamic Forum, inshallah. Uh, and so I want to thank uh, Brother Neil Bacchus from Guyana in South America uh, for his uh, monthly pledge, his donation, or a small amount every month to the Islamic Forum. And as I said, whatever you can afford, you do that every month, even if it is $1 a day. So if you give $1 a day, that works out to... Uh, $30 a month, uh, something small that you can give, uh, but every month you do it. Sign up, go to the website, islamformonline.com, to the do donation page, uh, to the monthly payment, and you, you, you enter your credit card number, and the amount you like to donate every month, inshallah. If, if you have any um, questions uh, about that or problems to uh, do the uh, process, the monthly payment, let us know. So uh, one of the volunteers would be in contact with you to help you to process your donation, inshallah. I want to thank Brother Muhammad Anwari from, from NMI Transport, uh, Transportation for his monthly uh, donation, his monthly donation to Samform. Sister Farheen Khan, uh, we thank you for your monthly uh, pledge to do donating every month to Samform. Sister Shaliza Yaqub, we thank you for your monthly donation to Samform. Brother Abrar Mufti from United Kingdom, we thank you for your donation to the Islamic Forum. Uh, Sister Denise Wan, we thank you for your donation to the Islamic Forum, your monthly donation, that is. Sister Saleha Khan, we thank you for your donation to the Islamic Forum. Brother Riaz Usman Ali, we thank you for your donation to the Islamic Forum. Sister Kauthar Umar, we thank you for your donation to the Islamic Forum. Siti uh, Atiyah Saifullah, we thank you for your donation to the Islamic Forum. Sister Hina Siddiqui, we thank you for your donation to the Islamic Forum. Uh, Brother Fahad Karar, we thank you for your monthly uh, pledge. All of these are the monthly pledges, inshallah. We thank them, inshallah. We hope you can all join a monthly pledge to donate to the Islamic Forum, inshallah. I want to welcome Sister Wahida Shah Lachman. Uh, from the Avocat Jamaat in Trinidad. This is in the West Indies, Caribbean, South America.
Caribbean, inshallah, in Trinidad and Tobago. City Naim Hanif Faisal, City Ovina from New York, welcome. City uh, Arshia and City Rumaisa from Los Angeles, California, welcome. Do uh, be safe there. Uh, we, we're concerned about all the rioting going on and so on in uh, some of the cities in, in the United States. I just want all the Marines, all our brothers and sisters to be mindful. Uh, don't go into any areas where they have these uh, rioting going on. Keep safe, inshallah. Sidi Faisal Tahir from Brampton, welcome. Sidi Hafiz, Hafiz Hamid Ali, Brother Abbas Ali from Penal Halaka, we welcome you. Brother Keith McDonald, Sister Ulla, and Brother Juan in Toronto, Canada, uh, welcome to all of you. Uh, Sister Nafiza Nabi from Princess Tang, welcome. Brother Muhammad Nasi from Mississauga, welcome. Um, we also want to welcome Sidi uh, Shamir, Sidi Samir, Sidi Shabir, Sidi Amir, Sidi Shazi, Sidi Sadiq, and Brother Jamaluddin from Queens, New York. Welcome. Sidi Zafara Chuktai and Brother Khurshid Anwar, we welcome you. Sidi Nouria Aminzada, welcome. It's good if you can kindly put in the name, the, the city where you're from as well, inshallah. This uh, is Zairul and family from Toronto, welcome. City uh, Ola Rahman from Toronto, welcome. City uh, Sharon and family from Chattamago on the east coast of Demrar in Guyana. This is in South America, welcome to all of you. Uh, my dad is here, Al Hajj Imam Abdul Hamid Abdul Razak from. Uh, AFF Florida, welcome. This is Amim Rahman and sh her, her mother, Shivra Rahman from California, welcome. Sidi uh, Malik, Sidi Faz, Sidi Aliya, Sidi Asya from AFF Florida, welcome to all of you. Sidi Azad and family from the Penal Halaka, we welcome you. Sidi Yusuf Khan. Uh, from Brampton, Ontario, welcome. City Hawa Vivian from Los Angeles, California, welcome. City uh, Maulana Tariq and City Karina from QREP in uh, Trinidad. And City uh, Tariq also requested dua for his father, who is having a, a cataract eye operation tomorrow. We pray that Allah uh, Taala make the operation successful and grant him Shifa and Taman, a full and speedy recovery, inshallah. Uh, Sister Shakila Majid from Florida, welcome. Sidi Samir from Cambridge, uh, we welcome you. And Sidi Azad said that uh, thanks for dua for his mother, uh, who's now back home and feeling better. We're happy to hear that. Uh, because we were concerned she had a heart attack and she was rushed to the hospital. So we're happy that she's back home and feel much better. So make sure you take medications and so on, inshallah. Uh, Sister Shamshanisha and Adam from Mississauga, welcome. Siti Halim Ali from Brampton, Ontario, Canada, welcome. Siti uh, Nadira Hussain, Siti uh, Siddiq, and Sister Zahora. And Lazina from Penal Halika. Uh, Ziad is not here. You want to know where Ziad? Uh, Brother Nizam Budram from Etobicoke. Uh, we welcome you to our broadcast. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Brother Emery Birgul uh, from Turkey. We welcome you. 
This is Shanaz Shotia from Northern California. Welcome. Uh, Sidi Ashan Bakas and Sidi Felicia from Quarantine in the Burbies, in Burbies. Welcome. Uh, this is Zinatul Beg and family from Brampton. Welcome. Sidi Jamil and Sidi Annie from Penal Halaka. Welcome. Sidi uh, Jamil Chowdhury and Sidi Yasmin and Sidi Sadi and Shabir and Maria, Sophia, Noah from New York. We welcome all of you. Sidi Safraz Muhammad. Uh, from the California Halakha, welcome. Siti uh, Susan from London, United Kingdom, welcome. Siti uh, Susan, but Muhammad Sheikh uh, from the United Kingdom, welcome. Siti uh, Sophia from Miramar, Florida, we welcome you. Siti Amirun from Penal, Halakha, we welcome you. Sister Rashida and family from Grand Coover, welcome. Sidi uh, Naim Ali from Mississauga, we welcome Sidi Naim. Sidi uh, Azam, Sidi Hafiz and family from Brampton, we welcome you. Sister Zinat, welcome. Sidi uh, Ahmed Khan from Mississauga, we welcome Sidi Munawar Ali from Brampton, welcome. Uh, Sister Liz Mandal and uh, Brother Jose Batista from Scarborough, we welcome you and thanks for your uh, feedback. Alhamdulillah, um, we're, we're happy that uh, you are enjoying the program, inshallah. We'll continue uh, more discussions on the seerah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Sidi Fajir and Sidi Ruth and Jamiran and today's Sidi Nazir's 78th birthday. We make special love for him. Happy birthday. Uh, Sidi Fajir, please convey, convey our birthday greetings to your dad, inshallah. Sidi Hamza Sheikh and Sidi Salman Sheikh from Pickering, we welcome you. Sidi uh, Adam Musa Muhammad and family from Avukat Jamaat, uh, welcome. Sidi Fazil Saifalan family from Brampton, uh, we welcome you. Sidi uh, Sabiha Qadir and Sidi uh, Sabiha and Sidi uh, Kamran and Sarah from Columbus, Ohio, we welcome you. Brother Qadir Bakas, Siddiq, welcome. And please continue to tell others to watch the program, share the link with them, uh, Brother Siddiq. Um, this is Shamshi Nisha. As a Sufi, can come on continue fast in the 70s. Uh, I explain that point, inshallah. There, there are times uh, when the Sheikh would tell the Murid to engage in a certain period of extensive, extensive fasting or extended fasting. Uh, so th th those are specific uh, training techniques that are used to develop the, the spirituality of the uh, the, the brother or sister who are traveling on the spiritual journey, inshallah. So uh, the, the sheikh would give those instructions, inshallah. But you, normally, under normal circumstances, the, the best you can do is to fast one day, don't fast the next day, fast the following day in that manner, as the Prophet Sallallahu mentioned. Uh, sister Karima Ali from Buffalo, New York, uh, we welcome you. 
Sister Urmi Khan Islam and family, we welcome you. So we'll enter the email. Siti Urmi wants the email address, sheikhfaisal at gmail.com. Siti Urmi, it's in the chat. Please um, copy it, inshallah. Sheikhfaisal at gmail.com. You can send your emails there, inshallah. You don't have to put admin as part of the email address. It's just sheikhfaisal at gmail.com. Inshallah. Admin refers to the admin team here, the, the murids who are managing the live stream every day. May Allah bless them. So admin refers to the admin team. Uh, Naz Bamani, welcome. Sister Bilkis Ahmed, I think from Maryland, welcome. Uh, Sister Nadia Barton from New York, welcome. And do remember to be safe, inshallah. So, uh, Sister Liz Mandal from Scarborough said she'll be sending her monthly pledge tomorrow. Thank you very much, Melasman, bless you. And then you have a question you can call. Um, if we're not, leave a message. Um, and it, it perhaps you, you should send an email as well. Send an email with your question, uh, shaykhfaisal at gmail.com. And you can call, um, usually after Dhuhr would be a, a good time. Or let's say after 12 midday, you can call. If we're not in, leave a message so we can get back to you, inshallah. Sidi Ismail Khan. Uh, from Toronto, we welcome you, Sidi Ismail. Thanks for joining us, inshallah. Th these are the brothers and sisters that have uh, joined in uh, and signed into the chat. We want, we want to encourage everyone to sign into the chat with your name and the city where you're from, inshallah. And so we'll make dua now uh, for all of you uh, that join us for the chat for today, um, for, the, for the program. And uh, all the other niyyah that I mentioned earlier, we want to make dua for, for all of them, inshallah. And our, after this program concludes, then you can go to the main channel page, uh, the YouTube page, for the next live stream that would start uh, once we conclude here. And that would be the, the Takbirat for Eid as the Eid festivities continue. We'll be, we'll be continuing the festivities of Eid throughout this month of Eid, the month of Shawwal. Inshallah, uh, to revive this practice of the Ummah, of celebrating Eid throughout the month of Shawwal. Uh, so we want you to, and as I said before, it's, it's a good uh, opportunity for you to get increased blessings and an easy way to get blessings in your home, for your home to be blessed, that you, you can be doing something, uh, you know, other things, you can be having your dinner and doing other things in your home and then you on your computer or the TV you have the, the takbirat playing inshallah to bring blessings into your home. Uh, we'll conclude now with dua we say Fatiha. Please join me in reciting Fatiha with the need that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept all the dua that we mention and bless all of you. 
ربنا تقبل منا ربنا بسر الفاتحة بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين 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 شكرا جزاك الله thanks very much until we meet again may Allah سبحانه وتعالى bless each and every one of you do keep safe everyone السلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته and once again Eid Mubarak to each and every one of you